Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What up, what up, what up? I know that was weird and loud and obnoxious kind of, but hey, how's everybody doing? I'm enjoying my nice, lovely Monday, which is when I'm recording this. You guys will be hearing this in a few days. I just wanted to say hello. As usual, it is your host, Coco. You are here for another week of Cuckoo with Coco. And we are on episode 14, I think. I think it's 14. Um, If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and that's fine. (laughs) So how was everybody's weekend. I hope it was superb. You guys enjoy a good weekend. Um, This past weekend was the weekend to celebrate Halloween. Even though Halloween is this Thursday, I'm sure there's not going to be anything happening this coming weekend. There's a lot of different things that you could have done up here this week, this weekend, excuse me. You could have gone to Angry Orchard and hung out with DNA, or you could have gone to Tapped, or you could have gone, you could have gone anywhere and wore in costume. Billy Joe's was apparently a hit also that evening. I did not go there. Laura went there with a couple people. She said it was a good time, and I believe her. We did do that a couple years ago. It was re- it was pretty fun. Alicia was a ninja. Laura was Snow White, and I was the evil queen the last time we went. And of course, you know, people like to bump into you when you have a full drink in your hand, and then you have to figure out what to do with yourself after that, because now you're drenched in alcohol. After you went out smelling like roses, you leave smelling like despair and beer. <laughs> but anyway, so that's how this past weekend went. You learn a lot about going out on a holiday weekend, such as people's costumes and such. Laura was cool. She was a Hufflepuff student from Hogwarts. Pretty cool. I didn't wear a costume. I didn't go out, really. Well, I did go out, but I wasn't dressed up. And uh, apparently it doesn't matter how cold it is. We're still going to dress like in bathing suit attire, almost, for the costume portion anyway. I have to say I wish I had a lot more of the confidence that some of these women have to be wearing these outfits. But, you know, that's not me. I like to keep covered up because I like to be warm. I don't want gangrene of the breasts. But anyway, so this morning, you know, start of the week, Monday, always a crazy day to commute to work. And uh, I realized that I was not really destined to get to work on time today, even though I did. Uh, I left at a good time, gave myself enough time to get there. And then there's that one driver out there who's doing 15 below the speed limit. Dude, what are you doing? What are you trying to do to me? And this drive, this person in front of me was next to me like the whole way there pretty much like 75 percent of my ride i was stuck behind this really slow driving human being and i couldn't understand why it was happening to me this way and i feel like a lot of it had to do with my preliminary like my premature blinking signal like my left turn my right turn that so i think the fact that i did that signaled this person to find a way to piss me off this morning And it wasn't fun. I have to tell you, it was not the best commute to work. I was not happy. But I'll tell you one thing. Once they finally moved out of my way, I sped all the way up. Like, I have somewhere to be. You have to have somewhere to be at 7.30 in the morning. There's no reason why you should be out if you don't. Either you're bringing someone to school, you're bringing someone to work, something of that nature. But there is a reason why you're on the road at this time. And my purpose was to get to work. 
This other person's purpose was to make me mad on the way to work. I did make it to work on time. Well, five minutes early is fine. But I'm telling you, this person was put on this earth today to just be in the way. Like, get move your little shitty Toyota out of my way. <laughs> it's missing a taillight. They do that thing where they put the tape over it and they still think it functions properly. It does not function properly if you have to put tape over it. Go get it fixed. Anyway, so that was my commute this morning. And as painful as it was, I still made it to where I had to go. I do have to tell you, though, work was even more painful. Uh... It w- I was so caught up on paperwork. I'm so caught up on everything that I had nothing to do after I was done with lunch. Like I had to find things to do. I had to, I was reorganizing my desk and my files and more paperwork just so that I looked busy. Like my bosses are really nice, so they don't mind it if I sit around for a little bit, but I'm actually physically doing laps around the facility in order to get like steps in or look like I'm working out or try and impress my Apple Watch, which was not impressed. By the way, I went to work out with Laura today this evening and it didn't count 15 minutes of my workout. So now I'm sitting here like an idiot looking at the three circles on my watch and it only says I worked out for 21 minutes. I'll tell you what, I'm not doing another nine minutes of anything besides sitting on my ass and watching TV for the rest of the night, which is a lot more than nine minutes. (laughs) Like Siri really played me this evening. I was really excited. I was having girl time with Laura on the treadmill, and this thing did not count any of the time. How rude. Hmm. So I also didn't really have anything prepared to talk about today, so I'm just going to talk, and we'll see if it rounds out to half an hour or not. Uh, One of the things I've noticed is that one of my coworkers is being suspiciously nice, so I have to wonder if there's something up her sleeve. Like, I really have to wonder if next week she's going to be different. My, My one coworker... Bonnie went to Paris, so I don't have anyone there to be at my defense. But it's really weird when someone is nice to you after they've been acting like a crazy person for a couple weeks. And I get it. We all have our personal stuff outside of work. But don't bring that here. I'm not here for that. That's not why I'm here. Also discussed with Laura today on the treadmill, going back to working out with Laura, we also discussed Sam Elliott and how he's always been beautiful no matter what he's been in. And you can prove me wrong or not, but that mustache is resilient because it's been with him through everything. If anyone has a picture of him without it, I would like to see what that looks like. But he is one of my celebrity crushes along with Kevin Costner, which is weird, but I saw that movie, Rumor Has It, with him and Jennifer Aniston and... uh, forgot what the other actress's name was. Shirley MacLaine, I want to say. I don't remember. But if that was her, she played the grandmother and Kevin Costner. The mo- the whole point of the movie was that Jennifer Aniston believed she was the product of something that happened based off the story, The Graduate. So The Graduate happened based off the life of her grandmother and Kevin Costner's character in the movie, which is silly, but it could happen because the guy who wrote the book that became a movie was apparently a family friend. So that's how that got published and produced into a movie. Now, Kevin Costner was a very good-looking, wealthy, older man, and that excited me. I was very excited by him. He was kind of charismatic and wonderful to look at. But he's an old man, and that's also weird. <laughs> so I, I only really ever thought Kevin Costner was good-looking that in that movie. Otherwise, in any other sense, it was whatever. He was also good in Mr. Brooks. He played a serial killer, and he had to teach Dane Cook how to murder people, or else Dane Cook was going to blackmail him. It was pretty good. I saw it on my birthday uh, a while ago. I want to say, like, nine years ago. I don't remember when it came out, but that's when I went and saw it. 
So work's been good. Uh, I hope you guys are having good times at work whenever you're listening to this. If it's on your commute before or after work, I hope you guys have a great day or have a great evening. And i um, still going to keep talking to you, even though it sounds like I'm finishing the episode. But that would be really weird because it's like less than 10 minutes in and I don't do that. <laughs> I do want to see Maleficent. I heard it was really good by the bean hater, Dan. I'm going to need to see that movie. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was that even the la- the advice I gave last week about how costumes should be. Nobody really listened to it. Some of you did, which was good. I'm very happy for you guys. But post Halloween weekend, everybody seemed to have had a good time. Everybody posted pictures of how fun their times were. But there's also let me let me ask you a question. Do you ever get that one person that asks you to hang out that you know is a really bad idea to hang out with? I know that person. It was a female. They asked about going out. And it was it was immediate red flags. It was immediate hell no. And it was only because of situations that she has put herself in that made me question all judgment of where this e- where that evening was going to go. So, of course, I minded my own business and stayed in because I am a good child, some would say. People who have gamed with me know otherwise because I've said some pretty crazy things while gaming and getting annoyed. But that's video games. That's what brings that out in you. Also, I'm really sick of people saying that video games are what causes violent reactions in kids. If anything, it helps. I think I've always been, I've always felt that video games kind of complete the cycle of the day because you can't get away with these things in real life. So it's basically, it's healthier, let's just say, to shoot fake people on the internet because you won't get arrested for that. You will, however, get arrested for any other kind of violence that is committed on actual person to person. That's what's great about video games. And you can say people have an addiction to it. I don't believe that. Because I can function just fine, but I can also sit in my house and call out of work and play video games all day. So there's a weird balance there. Anyone has a game addiction? I don't really know what's up. Like, I don't know how people are coming up with this with what, the DSM-5 or whatever, or whatever the next number is going to be. Please stop with this gaming addiction thing. Like, gambling is an addiction because that's how you lose real money. What are you really losing out on when you sit around and play video games besides lowering your potential to socialize with people you probably didn't want to socialize with in the first place? Let's be serious. A lot of us don't like to socialize out there. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And that exhale is more of a sigh than anything because my circle of friends is so small now and I'm so okay with that. I legit have maybe a handful of people I text or talk to every day about every situation under the sun. Because when something happens to me, I obsess and it's like a hamster on a wheel. It's going in circles and it's going nowhere. So I have to talk these things out or I write these things down. And my friends will tell me when to stop or not stop because they're also crazy like I am because I feel like I might be the most normal one out of all of them. But that's okay because none of us have our crap together and that's perfectly fine because we work well together that way. I'm trying to get my crap together. I'll tell you that. I'm trying really hard and I can feel the gray hair growing in. That's how stressed out I am. But you can't tell because everybody's stressed out. And that's why we play video games. <laughs> that is why we play video games. So that we lower our blood pressure and our willingness to talk to other people online and be like, yeah, I murdered you and this and that. I'm not going to get into curses because I tried to keep it a little bit less off the F word. If Laura was here, though, she would probably say, what the fork? But that's okay. She's one of the closer people to me, along with Alicia and Ellie also and Kelsey. We have a good time. Also, I'm really tired of people disappearing that say they're friends and everything and pretend that work gets in the way like I understand that sometimes work does get in the way but it takes about 0.03 seconds to text me back (laughs) 
You have that one person that always says that, oh, life got in the way and this and that. But we have way too many forms of communication to be using that as an excuse anymore. Back in 1990-whatever, when you used to have to use payphones or a landline, if any of you out there know what that is, because I know I do. I also know what a rotary phone is. I don't know if you guys do. I do. My great-grandma had one in her kitchen. It was yellow. It was cool. There's too many forms of communication now, even Snap. Snapchat is great. You send someone a snap and then you go away for the rest of the day because that's what we do now. But certain people text you and, you know, they say, hey, how you doing? Job got in the way, whatever, whatever. You're only allotted a certain amount of times of doing that before I say, you know what? Go bleep yourself. Like, that's it. I really just can't be bothered with wishy-washy people who say they're going to do something and not do it. Like, I haven't heard from this person in like a week. And it's starting to agitate me because they'll come back into conversation like nothing happened. Don't be sketchy, be consistent. And then I won't have a problem. And that's my biggest problem. No, the only two consistent people are like my very introverted people. And that's what I like. I'm an introvert sometimes. In the winter, especially, you know, we're coming up on cold season, not cold season, like when you're sick, but colder weather. And I'm at the point where once I'm inside, I don't want to go back out. Today was a fluke. Today was more of me texting Laura saying, hey, you want to go to the gym after work? And then her asking what time. I tell her six o'clock and she's down. She pulled up to my apartment at six o'clock and we went and did the thing. Did we go hard? No. But did we do something? Yes. That was a good workout. It was a nice way to reintroduce myself to the gym because I haven't been in a couple weeks. Like I said, I've been trying to do that home fitness, which has been working. I seen some muscle definition and just trying to change up my diet a little bit. And it seems to be working, I think. So, I mean, we'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out on the next episode of Corinne's Life. Other than that, I think, you know what's weird? Okay, so I saw this thing on social media the other day about the Joker and the stairs on the Bronx and how people are doing all this stuff on it. And like, okay, from what I remember of being in this city, the Bronx was not the best place to be in. So now we're going We're taking all these people and we're throwing them to a staircase or they're drawn to it now because of freaking Joaquin Phoenix dancing on it. And we're just going to go and dance also? Like, come on now. Is that something we really need to do? But it's also like, I feel like it's thinning out the herd because all you need is one gang member to be shoved the wrong way and then that person is finished. Now that's very violent to picture. But this is what I think of when people do these things in sketchy neighborhoods. Do Do that when the sun goes down. Not light. Do that when the sun goes down and see what happens. Joaquin Phoenix was protected because he was on set, quote unquote. You will not be protected. Police will show up afterwards. That's exactly how that goes. So that's that's how I feel about that. Like, why why even bother going there? I would never even think to do that. Like, I'm not going to go to a specific part of an area where a movie was shot and go stand there and be like, hey, guys, I was here. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. We just see it in the movie and we move on with our lives. That's what adults do. How old were these people doing this? Because no old person would have done that smartly on their own. They would have to have been urged by a younger person. I don't understand that. Like, we're really just doing things because other people are doing them these days. Is anyone a leader anymore? Is anyone going to lead or are we all just going to follow each other? You guys are really awesome for listening to me because right now I don't even know what I was talking about. Uh, So back to the gym stuff. So again... 
It wasn't so much that this person came up next to me and Laura on the treadmills. It was more along the lines of me and her having a conversation. And I know it's out loud and I know it's intrusive. And I know everybody is listening probably and hearing me curse and hearing her laugh and all this other stuff. But I don't care. I'm trying to have a conversation. And we were talking about, we saw on the news, which was playing on the treadmill that Laura was on. We were were watching the story of the college student from Boston that convinced her boyfriend to kill himself through texts. Now she's probably going to jail. Because she, this guy killed himself, so he's dead now. So this guy to the right of Laura goes, you wouldn't do something like that, would you? And I kind of like whipped my neck, like whiplash, and looked over to her. She looked okay, because again, we're not in a club, we're in a gym. And she's on the treadmill, so she's good. She was doing her little walks, though. And he had the nerve to ask us a question about something, like we were his friends, too. Like, buddy, hold it, hold it, hold it, because I get it. There was no other closer treadmill to the 20 steps you took to look to see if there was a treadmill. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a singular one by itself elsewhere. We were not even talking to anybody but each other. So it's not like it was a welcoming treadmill walk. It was more like, we're doing our thing. It's kind of like a semi-girls night. And we're just chilling. And sir, why are you near us? Like, that's basically how that went. And he had the nerve to ask if we would convince our boyfriends to kill themselves. Like, what? How is that your lead in to hitting on us, dude? How is that how is how is that your lead in for how you're going to approach us? Do you want us to like try and flirt back after that line? He legit said, "You wouldn't do something like that, would you?" Dude, go away. <laughs> go away from us because it doesn't make you flirty, it makes you creepy. That's creepy to assume that a girl's going to be like, "Oh my god, I'd never do that to anybody." Maybe you though. Like, go away. Like, (laughs) oh my God, that was crazy. She was like, no, I wouldn't. And he he mentioned something else. And I don't remember what it was at the time because I wasn't really trying to pay attention. But I said, well, he's dead now. So he's not going to be doing much of anything, which was really dark. And the guy actually shut up afterwards, which was so perfect. I think he legit got up and left the treadmill because of that comment. But I'm like, do you understand what's happening here? This whole situation to your left of two chicks talking to each other had nothing to do with you. And then you try and flirt by asking if we would text our boyfriends, telling them, like egging him on to break, like not to break up, egging him on to like kill himself. What kind of women do you think we are? But I think there's also like a language barrier because he had an accent. So I don't know if he understood what we were talking about or even what was happening on the news. So I probably should have been nicer. But I wasn't really in the mood because he interrupted conversation we were having. So I just have to shake my head and roll my eyes and just keep power walking through it. Because that guy was insane for that. I mean, cool, you're brave for trying to talk to two chicks at the gym. But like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be bothered. And I specifically did not bring my headphones in because I knew me and Laura were going to chit chat about things going on. (sighs) Unbelievable. So approaching women on a treadmill while we're watching some horrific story on the news is not the way to hit on a chick. That's my advice. Don't do that. We're probably really into something else. And then don't use lame pickup lines like that. Like, I I felt bad. I should feel bad a little bit. But but for real, though, like, read the room. Sense the vibe. Sense that it's a two-person conversation. You know that stupid thing they used to say? This is an A and B conversation, so see your way out. <laughs> what? Jackass came up with that. We all used to use it, though. That's the funny part. That was, like, the basic A1 type of diss you would use in kindergarten no bs none like that's exactly how you used to try to offend somebody when you were five i'll still use it though because it's it's stupid but it's funny and that's where my humor's at i like stupid funny things
Oh, and also, how long does it take for mail forwarding? I'm waiting on my cosmetology license, which I just renewed, and it was sent to my old address as of 10 days ago. And mail forwarding, I didn't know, took 10 days. So that's another inconvenience. Because technically, I should not be doing hair right now. And I think that something senses that because the past two weekends have been a little bit tragic. I need to make money. <laughs> but we all need to make money. We've, we've gotten greedy as a country and it just seems like, you know, the working class is just getting poorer. My generation has to work really, really hard these days. Everything is more expensive. Everybody's in more debt. Student loans are crazy. I have student loan debt because I went to school to get a bachelor's because apparently that's what you're supposed to do. And, you know, I can't afford it on my own. So I took out loans and it always comes back to bite you in the butt as if you're immediately going to get a job in the sector in which you majored in and you're going to make hella cash. The bachelor level at what I graduated in? No. <laughs> like I would have to do another two years or so to break even at all. Maybe, maybe break even, but at least I would have some money making and, you know, but I haven't really decided if a master's is where I want to go with it yet. So I'm just going to chill out with that for a second. So yeah, so I'm stuck between, you know, wanting to get a master's and deciding what that really means because that that's more debt that I have to pay back. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like this is what they tell you that you, you need to do and you do it. And there's no forgiveness to it. It's just hitting you over the head, needing to make money, money, money. You probably have to work like three or four jobs in order to make any kind of ends meet these days. Yeah, that's our generation struggle. I mean, if you're doing well at 30, and I, I applaud you, but you have to probably be either on, your, on the path to becoming a doctor in some kind of media or something of importance, like a psychologist or something. But I honestly, I'm, I'm a human services major, which means that I would be potentially getting into social work if I get my master's. And I have no issue with that, except again, the funding is crazy. Because once you make that money, what's that loan looking like at the end of it? I've gone to a bunch of different schools, by the way. So my student loans paved the way for everything I do now. This episode got way off track and way too serious. <laughs> I do, however, going back to the Joker... I do, however, want to see that movie. It looks crazy. I uh, heard nothing but complaints, to be honest with you, from a lot of people about... I don't remember what the health aspect of it was. I know some people are happy with how they portrayed mental health. And then there's people on the other side of it that are like, oh my God, this is terrible. How could you portray this this way? And it's like, that's how it was meant to be, though. Like, why is everybody so tired of talking about mental health? Like, not tired, but scared of. I'm tired of hearing people that don't want to talk about it because it's a real prevalent issue in our society and it's only getting worse. Like, anxiety and depression and suicide rates. Like, come on now. Like, everybody's stressed out and tired and, you know, some people just take it one step further instead of trying to get through it. Some people take it that one step further and just kill themselves. And that's sad. But we need to see how these things unravel and study it better so that we can better help and better fund facilities to help those who need it. And stop with the insanity plea with, you know, murderers and such. And actually study the disease that is causing people to do bad things to other people. That's how I feel about that. They're, the insanity plea in a murder case is used way too frequently. It's like, use that as your last defense, okay? If the person did it and there's evidence that they did it, don't say that the devil made them do it if there's no history of schizophrenia or any of that other stuff in their family. That's so simple and Ugh. It just frustrates me because I don't understand how we're pulling the trigger on that so fast. But we're letting people who do nothing wrong 
we're throwing them in jail. Meanwhile, they're taking up space and they're using taxpayer money to fund these inmates who actually probably didn't do anything wrong. They were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Sometimes I do feel that that's true. Some people are in the wrong place at the wrong time and the wrong person takes a fall for something they had nothing to do with. And then there's people that are like, well, I'm crazy and I see dead people and that dead person from centuries ago, back from when the pilgrims and the Mayflower told me to kill that person because I wouldn't see, I wouldn't live to see another birthday. Oh my god, what? (sighs) What? You won't live to see another birthday if you keep on talking like that anyway. Like, definitely that girl that convinced her boyfriend via text to kill himself should definitely go to jail. Because why would you even put that in someone's head? Like, yeah, you should do it. What? That guy is fragile enough as it is. You just used his brain for that. What did you gain out of that? Power? That's disgusting. You were able to manipulate someone to kill themselves? Are you crazy? You're crazy. See... She could possibly get away with insanity plea. Please don't use it, though, because she did it. It's in the text. Who else but her would have texted that? I don't even know. I really just don't know why these children are doing these things. And I bet you she's not even that much younger than me. But that's that's childlike to do that, to see how far you can get someone to go to their boundaries, to their limits. How far can I push this person? I've never felt the need to do that to anybody. You know why? Because I was told right from wrong. I was taught that. The right thing and wrong thing to say and do to people. This chick was collegiate level and she still had not learned that. Think about that. Someone at the college age level convinced another person to kill themselves. What kind of demon is walking around doing that to people? That's a demon. That's what that is. That is exactly what that is. She is a walking demon. I would never take pleasure out of telling someone, you know what? If you don't want to live anymore, you know, just go for it. Jump or whatever he did. I don't know what he did. But that's that's the epitome of the human devil walking around as her. I wonder what her friends even said to her after that. Could you imagine being friends with someone who did that? I gotta like double check my friends now and be like, hey, if you had the opportunity to, you know, talk your boyfriend into killing himself, would you do that? If they said yes, then we're not friends anymore. I don't associate with murderers. Bye. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? Hey, so uh, I saw you playing a slasher flick. Is this uh, something you would want to do to somebody? Does this interest you? Like, blood spurting everywhere? Does Texas Chainsaw Massacre make you want to go out and murder some teenagers? If the answer is yes, I quit our friendship. (laughs) Oh my god, what happened here? So I rambled long enough to make it. I am just about to hit 30 minutes. Apparently, I can do this without notes. Although it wasn't structured very well, I was able to do this for 30 minutes. So yeah, we're about to hit the 30 minute mark. So I'm just going to wait and talk about something else till we get there. And boom, 30. (laughs) You guys are the best. I love you guys so, so much. And another week has come and gone. And uh, it's been fabulous. It really has been. My hair is purple. Not all of it, just the blonde parts. My boss used a conditioner conditioning mask it had color in it and we put it over the blonde and i now have purple ends it's really cool when i wash it today though it's probably going to lighten up to a pink so that's kind of bad but uh apparently we're going to try it again next weekend with the blue and i think that'll be fun but yeah i've really enjoyed talking to you guys and you know i hope you find this as crazy as ever because i think it went all over the place and it's topsy-turvy hamster wheel in my head and we're just like i said we're going in circles 
like a hamster wheel. But these are real things that are happening out there that no one is talking about. I have not seen anyone talk about this at all. And that's what's funny about social media. Nobody's talking about any of these things. Everybody's seeing it happen. Like, I know everybody saw or heard this story at least once today, and nobody's posted about it. I'm not going to post about it because I've seen it a million times. All day long, I've heard about it. Not from social media, but from the news. Because every so often, I need a little bit of, a little taste of sadness, and that's what the news gives me these days, because they don't ever say anything good. It's always bad stuff. I wonder if it's, like, to keep us in fear or what, but... It, it makes me think that, you know, sitting at home playing video games and not socializing with other humans that could be like murderous psychopaths, it's okay. It's a good, good choice. So it's not an addiction, by the way. It's something fun to do that lessens your chance of getting murdered in real life. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got for you guys today. And it's been fun. It's always fun. I like talking to you guys. You guys are great. And again, it's just you and I this episode. We did a nice solo run. And uh, I hope we're getting reacquainted again, having some fun together. Love you guys. And whenever you're listening to me, it's a cuckoo time. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. <laughs>